Hello, hello. Welcome to episode number surprisingly high. I think we're up to 15, actually. Episode 15 of Not the Wikipedia Weekly. Um, we've got quite a large room full of interested Wikipedians uh, talking about stuff today. Uh, I'll just introduce you to everyone here one by one, getting to say hello. Um, first of all, we've got uh, Adrian. Hello. There's Adrian. Uh, special guest, really, having uh, fresh from the Sydney drinks yesterday, uh, we've got user Angela. Hi. Uh, and we've got user Daniel from Adelaide. Hi. Derova from San Diego. Hello. Phil from Massachusetts. I could be making that up. Um, well, Maryland, basically. But Maryland, it begins okay. with an M. It begins with an M, close enough. A place that doesn't begin with an M is Holland, um, and we've got Kim Bruning. Hello. And there's, there's still four to go, believe it or not. We've got Seddon69 from Wales. Hello, it's me. <laughs> and Shoemaker's Holiday from uh, Edinburgh. Edinburgh, yes. Uh, hello. And to top it off, we've got a user, Anthony, who's listening, and I'll explain a word more on that in a moment. Um, but our, 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 ne- our last but not least, by no means least guest, is uh, uh, WJB Scribe. Evening, WJB. Good evening. Okay, well, for, before, just obviously thanks all you guys for coming. Just a word on, on Anthony and the listening. Um, the idea is that, that folks can come along and listen to these chats if they like. There's a, there's a concurrent uh, text chat that's, that's going on there. Um, so we can, you know, if you're listening, you can always type some responses if you're a bit shy to talk or if you're a bit, uh, you know, if you don't have a microphone, that's always an option. Um, we'll, we'll kick off the topics. We, you know, we've got a few things to cover today. Probably quite a lot of talk about admins today, about RFA and about the IRC channel and about de-sysopping and stuff like that. Um, but there's some, uh, some different news to start with, which is this is a, a very Australian Skype cast. And uh, Daniel, the, the Australian chapter was kind of born a couple of weeks ago, or, or yeah, two weeks ago. Can you just tell us a bit more about that? Yeah, sure. Um, the Australian chapter's been in proposal for a while now, um, and it sort of come to a head towards the, towards the end of last year, the start of this year, and we had our incorporation meeting two weeks ago now, I think you said, and we basically agreed to incorporate Wikimedia Australia in Victoria, which was a big step, and... Now we're just pushing through the final bit with Consumer Affairs Victoria, which is where it's going to be incorporated. Um, at the moment, we're still just sorting out, finally, a new statement of purposes because uh, Consumer Affairs changed their mind about our original one. They didn't think it was detailed enough. So um, if you join the mailing list, Wikimedia AU-L, you can give your input. I think the statement of purposes is on Meter as well. So, uh, And we're just finalising that now, and then we'll be good to go. You can, after... After we get incorporated, we can start getting membership and start getting fully organised, and then we can push forward to our to our AGM. I think later this year, and then we'll be good to go. And the role of a chapter is basically to promote Wikimedia's goals, which is free content, free knowledge in that country and specific to that country. So obviously, Australia's chapter will focus on Australian content and promoting free knowledge in Australia and. And even Wikimania in Australia as well. Well, that's a very interesting thing you should mention that. Uh, we, the, the Sydney drinks last night, we had a little mini meet-up, um, which we're hopefully planning to do every couple of months or, or possibly every month. Um, and uh, the, the, Sydney, um, the Sydney contingent were, I think, pretty positive about the chapter. 
Um, I, I actually had a bit of a question, um, Daniel. Is it if you um, if you're Australian but you live overseas, can you join the Australian chapter? Um, personally, I would push for yes. Like, there's no reason why people, especially expats or people like that, who couldn't join. Obviously, that'll be sorted out when we sort out the committee. Uh, when we sort out the membership rules, basically, because it doesn't say anything in the uh, in our bylaws or anything prohibiting it. It's basically just interested parties who are willing to pay the membership fee and be a part of it. So I can't see why not, to be honest. And I agree that it would be better if we don't. If we do allow that, that we don't prohibit it. And that, that's sort of an I to be dotted, a T to be crossed. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll bring you in at this point, Angela, just because it's, it's great to have you here. Um, could you just give a, a, a sort of 30-second bio of your, uh, who you are and your involvement with Wikimedia and stuff? Uh, yeah, I've been editing Wikipedia since 2003. I was on the board of trustees. Um, I'm now on the advisory board, and I'm also a co-founder of Wikia. And you'll be joining the Aussie chapter, right? Yeah, definitely. Fantastic. And we've got, um, d- d- if you're out there and if you edit Wikimedia in Australia, or if you if you are an Australian, um, I think we'd like as many members as possible for the chapter, really. There's, there's been a bit of um, the, the restructuring, and I'll, I'll bring Derover, if you're around, I'll bring you in at this point, because the role of chapters really does set, seem set to grow, in particular with the recent board uh, announcements. Um, yeah, w- what's your take on the, the whole growth of chapters, Derover? Well, um, apparently the barrier to uh, United States chapters is, is ending. This was something that's been um, an issue for uh, a lot of us in North America. Since the Wikimedia Foundation is, is headed uh, in this country, it's been more difficult to start chapters here than anywhere else. And apparently some of the barriers to creating them are, are ending. I don't know all the details on that. But I'd certainly be interested. I've, I've joked about heading across the border and starting a Mexican chapter because it's so hard to do it in the United States. <laughs> that would be interesting, a, a hop across the border, um, you know, in that regard, for the sake of the chapters. Um, I guess, Angela, were you involved at all or, or you've seen the workings of the um, – oh, we've just lost Angela, in fact, so I won't, I won't bring in that point. Um, WJB, uh, are you uh, involved with the, the – um, the London chapter, which is one of the more active ones. Um, could you give us a bit of background on that at all? I, I, I haven't actually been personally very involved in the, the chapter in England. Um, Alison Wheeler he- heads that up, um, and I, I gather that they, they are, as you say, one of the more active chapters. It's not something I've, I've yet gotten involved with, but um, I think chapters are increasingly doing pretty important work across, across the world. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, you know, from our little Aussie point of view, it's, uh, we're waving the flag here saying, you know, there's a new chapter and, and this is a bit of a call for membership, uh, if, if anyone is listening, um, or the people who are listening, if they happen to be Australian, uh, get involved, sign up, join the membership. Um, it's possible you could be voting for a seat on the board before too long. Who knows? Uh, okay, we'll, we'll move on from there, um, from the, the Aussie chapter stuff. Um, and I, I guess this is probably where we're going to spend, uh, most of our time today. Uh, talking about uh, adminship and some of the issues around adminship. Um, WJB, I'll, I'll, I'll kick to you because you were sort of wanting to start off a conversation really about the... Um, I'll just drop that, Sandra, taking a call. Um, WJB, yeah, you were sort of mentioning about the RFA process, the removal of admins process, how that all goes. What's, what's on your mind in that regard? Uh, um, if we can sort of divide those up and start by talking about how we are appointing new admins at the moment. And it's, 
it's obviously not a new issue, and it, it's something that's had to be thought about o- over the years. But one of the reasons why I'm thinking about it particularly at the moment is that last month, 12 users um, were successful in requesting adminship, and that, that's the lowest number of new admins we have had in about three years. And I'm quite interested to know why people aren't stepping forward at the moment to stand in the process. Wikipedia is continuing to grow. We have the lowest, at the English Wikipedia, we have the lowest ratio of admins to users of all the projects. And really, uh, ideally, uh, as a bureaucrat, and sort of having an eye on the request for adminship process, I'd really like just to be looking at setting records for high numbers, admin promotions, not low ones. And so I guess a, a little bit of soul-searching is, is starting as to what is wrong with the process, how it can be made better, and in what way it's off-putting. One of the things that's been suggested is, is off-putting about the process is the number of questions that candidates are being asked at the moment, um, are often reaching well into double figures, and a lot of people are sort of effectively being given an exam on Wikipedia policy. And I, I think in the previous times, there was much more of a habit people knew each other, or at least people were able to quickly review each other's contributions and form an opinion that way, whereas now people seem to be requiring sort of more and more the idea that lots and lots of questions need, need to be answered, and, and there is a suggestion that's being found off-putting. Uh, it's interesting that we have Angela here, because Angela, being one of the very first bureaucrats, was very much oversaw the process when it was getting started. And I, th- I think it's interesting to see just how much it's changed from, from the early days when there'd probably only be 10 people commenting on admin candidacy to, to these days where numbers are, are nearing 100. And, and, and the process has become a lot less, I suppose, personal and intimate. Um, so, yeah, I was looking to, to sound people out uh, as to um, just, you know, what, what thoughts they had on, on the way that we're, we're selecting admins at the moment. Is there a better process than the request for adminship process that we use at the moment, or is there a way that that process can become more user-friendly and, and less daunting for, for, for potential good candidates? Well, my, I'll just my, my sort of tuppence to start with, and I'll certainly ask Angela in a moment about the, the changes that have occurred, you know, over over time. Um, but I think one of the big things is the is the is it a big deal or not? It's the are we nervous about who should be an admin or not? It's, is it is it supposed to be a very high bar? Um, if it is, I mean, there's, there's merit to exams. You know, you don't let someone become a doctor without giving them lots and lots of exams, for instance. Now, I'm not at all suggesting that, you know, that adminship is <laughs> is, is that uh, important or that sensitive, but you get the point. It's like maybe it's a good thing to um, to have that high bar. Um, but before we – we'll go into that, and, and I know that Derova and Kim have got some comments on this, but Angela, just, just a word from you on the on the change that you've seen, the evolution that you've seen from your time as a bureaucrat. Um, yeah, well, when I first became an admin, I think only a couple of people commented on it, and it wasn't this kind of voting thing that you have now. Um, when I first became a bureaucrat, it was quite easy to get consensus on people. You know, it wasn't hundreds of people all wanting to weigh in and so on. So it's just it's got much bigger, which reflects the growing size of Wikipedia, of course. But it's also got harder to become an admin, I think, because people don't know each other personally. They need something else to prove that that person's going to be a good admin, and these questions might be one way of doing that. Yeah, so are you saying, just to say, if you look at the current process, Angela, do you think the question, you know, 
I think WJB saying that look, there's, we're not there's, we're not getting enough. It, it, I mean, in fact, just I'll, I'll come back to WJB. Is it a bit of an emergency? Are we are we going to get into trouble if we don't find ways of getting more people involved? Well, I'm I'm not sure it's an emergency that we have a problem. I, I think we do have enough admins that, that anything that needs to be done quickly, there's probably someone around to do. I think it's just more the mounting backlog of work uh, and the fact that we're rather exhausting a lot of our administrators just by the fact that the same people can end up clearing the same lot of deletion requests um, or, or, or find themselves always handling the same kind of quite repetitive areas and we're just not spreading the work as I see it across enough people so, so we do have a problem with admin burnout um, also, so some of the most demanding admin tasks are the ones that you know don't notch up many actions. Closing of a, a very contentious articles for deletion discussion could, could take hours, um, whereas you know very simple ones you could probably do 20 in an hour or, or whatever. So I, I think that shifting people away from the performing mass tasks to spending more time on the difficult ones is something that requires a, a bigger admin base, and I think we'd see better discussions uh, well it's interesting you mentioned you, like we're almost coming into sort of talk about competencies here and, and there's a little story uh, you know uh, are the admins we've got are the uh, you know is it possible we want basically we want uh, to enable people to, to be able to do the, the harder work don't we we want them to you know to get involved in that and, and we've got to I suppose there is a one of the reasons that RFA is, is a currently a high bar or the, the fact it's it feels like it's so hard to get um, is that this nervousness about you know are there are they good admins and we'll we'll come to talking about um, ways of removing them in a moment. But first, there's a little little story that uh, that Angela was telling me last night, and this relates to um, well Angela and Tim actually Tim Starling um, were telling me about about this little incident that happened. I've just thrown a, a diff into the text link there into the text chat, and you'll see that um, this edit was made by an anonymous IP um, to the article uh, Javelin. Um, and it was uh, translations of the word not relevant to the topic, rewording the intro slightly. And this was made by the IP 82.110.130.66. Um, I think if you look at the, um, the the talk page and the block logs um, of of that user, you'll see that almost immediately after making that edit, uh, the IP address was indefinitely blocked uh, for removing valuable content. Uh, that's that's one admin who, who freak of nurture in fact there blocked it um, because it was uh, he thought it was an open proxy and he thought it was uh, removing valid content. So this particular IP then popped onto um, onto popped the unblock template on their talk page and said, "Oh come on, you know I'd like to be unblocked, please." Uh, and that was allowed. And uh, the IP then repeated the edit to uh, to remove this this sort of surplus material. And uh, this was uh, admin Hurstfold then. Um, Blocked him again because he felt he abused the the, uh, the unblock template. Vandalism immediately following the unblock. So we've got um, we've got two admins there issuing indefinite blocks on an IP address for an edit at Javelin. Um, Angela, if you're still there, do you know who made that edit to Javelin? Um, yeah, that was me. <laughs> um, I wasn't logged in at the time. I was at a hotel. Um, would. Uh, Tim and I had been drinking, so we didn't really want to log in. We were also not on a secure connection, so we thought we'd just edit anonymously. Um, what happened, the IP 
the first plot by Freak of Nurture happened a couple of years ago that wasn't related to the edit. He thought it was an open proxy and maybe it was at the time, but when we were using it, it wasn't. It was just an IP address in a hotel. So I asked for an unblock. Hersfold unblocked me and I just made one edit to the Javelin article and I did a similar edit on the Spear article and he immediately blocked me. He thought that I was removing valid content. So I went onto my talk page, which I could still edit when I was blocked, um, and said, you know, I explained my edit and justified it. But instead of what he should have done, really, is gone to the talk page of that article and discussed it. But instead, he just thought that his indefinite block of me was valid for that single edit. <laughs> so that's, I mean, and I guess you can see on the on the, um, the the page is actually javelin weapon, javelin brackets weapon. And if you have a look at that, you'll see that I think Tim went back in and uh, and and sort of uh, made those edits stick. Uh, but I'll throw back to Drove. I'll bring you in at this point. But it's, this raises the issues of admin competency and. And we're, you know, if that there was a mistake there, and yeah, we'll come to you in a moment, WJB. But Derova, I know you've been waiting very patiently just on this this admin issue. So, um, yeah, what are your thoughts in related to the javelin story and the broader issues? Well, thank you. As far as the javelin goes, um, I that sounds very premature, and and it also sounds like, I mean, I don't know the particular admins involved very well, but normally we don't put indefinite blocks on IP addresses because IP addresses do change hands. So um, that that would be something to discuss with that admin and and maybe do a little bit of education there. That sounds like somebody was out of their usual area. Um, as far as the general number of or the ratio of admins to registered users, I have been tracking that for about a year and a half, and it's been dropping steadily. And that's been something I've been trying to raise attention to for for quite some time. Um, the the solution that I prefer to advocate rather than changing the RFA process itself is to increase the mentorship because we have hundreds and hundreds of people who are saying, I'd like to be an administrator. Um, I'd like to get some coaching, please. It's not intuitive to me. And those of us who are or have been admins, most of us, we manage to figure it out ourselves. And it's not necessarily intuitive to a wide enough base of people. So I think that uh, having a one-on-one relationship between an experienced administrator and an editor who's doing good work and would like to get there um, may help open things up more. That's actually kind of a decentralization, isn't it? It's sort of saying rather than have this centralized RFA tower that you have to come and engage with and, and apply for, you, you sort of you know just chat to an admin and, and get to know them. I was I was saying last night actually uh, one of my ideas would be to just let any admin make anyone else an admin and also de-admin anyone else and yeah we'd we'd have some crazy chaos maybe but ultimately it might be all to the good. Um, Kim, I'll bring you at this point because you've been waiting uh, you've been waiting patiently too. Um, do, we will come back to Rob just to hear your response to that. But Kim, what are your thoughts on the on the the RFA situation and all that? Well, I agree with uh, I agree with Duropa with. The fact that um, that yeah, having uh, that we don't have enough admins per user. I, I my personal preference is that about 95% of our user base should be admins because everybody should actually be at the level that they can be trusted. Um, the thing is on Wikipedia at the moment that a lot of people don't actually understand how the wiki works, so. We actually, at the moment, uh, the RFA process is just as broken as anything else, I suppose, in that uh, people just don't know how the wiki works. 
And now we also have admins who don't understand how the wiki works. And slowly but surely, this is this is pulling the English Wikipedia apart. So this is something that must be acted on. We must make sure that uh, we somehow ensure that people uh, do understand how the wiki works so that everybody gets educated and understands and that we can, in fact, uh, validly say we can make 95% of the people admins. Well, just is that what you mean by how the wiki works? You sort of people should realise that they are admins, even if they're not something. They are in charge. Yes, everybody's in charge of the wiki. Everybody, it's your wiki. Uh, okay, so you have to share it with someone else, but it's your responsibility too. Yeah, and, that, and that's that would be interesting. Um, we did mention uh, admin Hurstfold in the javelin story, and to be honest, I see that particular incident as it's just funny, <laughs> and I hope that he, he takes it in or he or she. Takes it in good cheer. It's just fascinating that it happened to be Angelo and Tim from a hotel. Um, you know, otherwise we wouldn't be talking about it. Um, but WJB, I think, you know, I'll bring you back in just because um, you were mentioning on chat that it's, you know, it's perhaps not fair of us to, to just mention a particular person without, you know, some right of reply. So WJB, what were you thinking on that front? First of all, was promoted, I think, mid-March as an admin. So he is fair, fairly someone pretty new at the job. And I think I, we're not making the job less daunting if you get the feeling that um, you, you could make an injudicious block. Oh, dear, the IP you blocked was actually Angela Beasley. And, and next thing you know, your, your people's private joke on, on um, a Skype class between some quite important Wikipedians later on. Um, I think that's, that's the sort of thing that might well be putting people off from standing a, as being an admin, that we're not it's not being treated enough as a learning process, that people are looking to sort of appoint people who already know what they're going to do, who aren't going to make mistakes, and that people should be able to you know, be appointed even if they are you know, going, to, uh, going to need to be set right, because at the end of the day, everyone has to learn by experience. Yeah, I, well, in that case, let's be, let's be really, we are, this, is a, this is a public conversation, so... We, we should be sensitive, and I just, uh, I'll reiterate the fact that I saw that as quite, inst quite instructional and quite informative, and hopefully, you know, I, I relate the story with a smile, and I, I hope that no feelings are, uh, are put out there. Um, it's important to, to have oversight of admin actions, obviously, and, you know, we don't want to get too heavy on that. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that we sort of covered that a little bit. Um, Seddon, you, you've been waiting to speak, um, so, uh, yeah, over to you. Yeah, um, something... Um, since I, I joined Wikipedia sort of full time um, in September, something I've I've always heard sort of in the background is the discussion of handing out uh, instead of handing out the admin tools as sort of one lump package, is that if someone seem you know if someone always is on um, AFD, then being able to give them the ability to um, to simply delete articles, or say, for example, there is someone who is always working in vandalism, maybe who doesn't have the experience in AFDs to um, to warrant um, having the page delete option, but just to be able to, you know, block um, editors and and just sort of perhaps um, taking what. Um, you know, you need to have a, a good knowledge in every single area, and perhaps maybe people can specialise in these sort of things, and 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 just you know, do you think that's a viable solution, or do you think that it would? Uh, this is a WJB scribe, just you know. 
I'll let you come back in, WJB. Said saying sort of like, is there any is there any value in looking at the looking at what an admin actually is and breaking it down and saying, okay, you know, you're active on AFD, you're going to be able to delete pages. It's a, it's a sort of new. It's a, it's a. I mean, a it would take some development to to rejig the, the buttons. Um, but what do you think of that? In, you know, possibly it could it could allow us to make it easier. Therefore, we could promote people that we were, you know, more people. Is, is that of interest to you, WJB? It's an interesting thought, and, and you can see cases where, where someone really does focus on one area. I mean, if, if you spend some time at, say, um, the board where, where vandals reported uh, administrative intervention against vandalism, um, you, you, you can often find someone who's you know, extremely good at vandal reverting. They report at the right times. You know, the majority of reports coming from the same person who, who's doing a very good job. You think, well, why don't we give this person the chance to block people? Oh, well, they don't seem to have any familiarity with other pro- policy areas. I'm not sure where this necessarily has to be solved at the technical level of splitting up adminship. Or, or perhaps we should be more open to someone turning up aggressive adminship and saying, look, my, my main purpose is I'm going to block vandals. I'm not going to get involved in deletion discussions. You know, I want to learn a lot more about that before I do that. But please, could I be made a size of anyway? And, and perhaps we, we should be more indulgent of those requests. Certainly that there have been, say, a couple of years ago, admins who, who made it very clear that they only really wanted the rights for, say, um, fixing errors on the main page and who have been an admin now for a couple of years and, and all they've done is fix errors on the main page. So whether or not they know when to block someone is, isn't really material. And I, I wonder if it isn't just a technical matter, but whether we should have more of an attitude that if someone's going to be good at one area and are just going to do that one area, we should be accommodating of their request. It certainly makes sense. Uh, in a lot of ways, what I will boil this down to after the after the conversation, I'm going to bring Daniel back in to for, to hear some. You know, he's got some thoughts on this too. But a lot of it boils down to is it you know that old chestnut? You know, it's no big deal to be an admin, and the tensions within the project about the truth of that. As in, you know, it's no big deal to be an admin, but you've got to try and pass an RFA, and you have to answer these 17 questions and fill in subform six, and make sure you've got edits in. Article space, talk space, category space, and template space. Um, you know, if perhaps it boils down to just lowering the bar. Um, that's that's sort of one of my one of my thoughts, maybe. But Daniel, um, Daniel, what are, what are you? You've heard the chat about. You know, we've we've gone around some various issues. Do you think the RFA process needs looking at? Do you think it needs fixing? Yeah, I do. I think, but the thing is, I have no better idea. Like my fixes would actually make it worse. So, but just quickly back on the um separating of admin tools. I've always thought that it might be a good idea to insta like to give something where give a set of tools basically where you have the ability to protect pages, you have the ability to delete pages which were created less than four days ago, and you have the ability to block block IP addresses and users who were created less than four days ago. And I think that would be perfect for some vandal reverters. Because when I look at adminship, I need to look at do I trust this user to delete pages properly and not scare away new users? And do I trust these people with blocking tools not to create massive drama by blocking somebody where they don't know the full story? And I'm not going to name names because we all know the examples. But And they're the two main ones. So if we take those two out, then you can... The other tools are really... That's the not big deal part. But what the part that I'm worried about when I vote, exclamation vote, at, at RFA is those... Do I, Scaring away new, uh, scaring away new contributors and creating drama by deleting pages that shouldn't be deleted, 
and blocking established users, which create drama, rightly or wrongly. And they're the, two, they're the two big points of contention when I'm looking at RFA. So take those two parts out, and I think that we would have maybe 2,000, 3,000 of people that I, could, I would readily support to have protection, block of IP addresses and users not older than four days, and deletion of pages not older than four days. And I would support far more users if there was a package like that. We, we could always seek some technical advice. It doesn't sound like that would be that complicated. Um, would you, Daniel, would that, would that sort of mini-admin, if you like, would they be able to view deleted pages? No, because I appreciate that there's some content that... Well, that, that, that could be up for discussion. Like, yeah, that is a min, that's a mini-point, but if my personal preference would say no. But, yeah, they, they would have deletion rights, but not undeletion rights. Yeah, so back to you, WJB, because you framed this sort of discussion in saying that, you, you know... Ultimately, you, you want to aid, well to encourage more people to apply, I guess. Um, are you happy with the bar? Are you happy that we, we can be confident in admin competency at the moment? Um, do you think the bar should move up or down? Or uh, you know, just your thoughts on that aspect of it would be interesting. Well, at the moment, I, I think one of the things that, that RFA can be quite punishing on is mistakes. Um, it's quite easy once someone latches onto something that isn't quite working for a candidate um, for that to be really focused on. And there to be almost an, a feeling I get sometimes that people are looking at those discussions trying to find a reason to oppose. Uh, and once they find them, that they, they go for that. Now, I think sometimes I think we do need to be a little bit more forgiving of errors, more looking at how people have learned from mistakes. And someone who sort of makes a mistake deals well with it acknowledges they were wrong, looks for advice on how to do better next time, is, in my view, a very good person to become an administrator. People are bound to, to make mistakes. Um, I, I'm sure I've made a few in my time. And I, I think instead of trying to find the perfect candidates, we should be looking better at finding people who deal well with difficult positions, um, um, with making mistakes, and, and find good ways through that. Uh, WJB, are you familiar by any chance? I, I've had a bit of a rocky road at the wiki. Um, I've been indefinitely blocked a couple of uh, four times actually, and I've I've had an ARBCOM sack and stuff. Are you by any chance familiar with with me and my editing at all? This is privately. I I I I, I, uh, I have some idea of who you, who of who you are and of some of those incidents, but I I wouldn't have a. Uh, Do you think I should put my hand up for admin? I, I would encourage anyone to run, but I think I think you'll realise that you're in a sort of position where where people are likely to look more at the baggage than the positive. And I, m much as I, I I would encourage you to, I, I think one has to be realistic that the way it's going at the moment, people are going to be much more looking at, at the mistakes than, than than what than what you're offering that's positive. But I think you know any candidate does very well sort of owning up things, saying yes, I got that wrong. Here's what I learned from it. Here's what I'd do different next time. And I think sometimes it, it's the defensiveness that people see that, that that actually makes things worse. So I don't know um, how that would go. Yeah, yeah. Well, Angela, I'll bring you back in now. Um, you know, uh, you, you've got some ideas. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't want to for it to sound like I was just blaming her for it. I mean, he was just unlucky that this block he gave happened to be me. I mean, I'm sure mistakes like this happen every day. I've probably done it myself on a number of occasions. 
Um, and when I, this first happened, I was thinking, well, do we have too many admins? You know, are people becoming, becoming an admin too easily if they can do this and just give an infinite block to someone? But then I thought, on the other hand, perhaps we don't have enough because we don't have enough people now who have time to go and check because there's all these admin backlogs everyone's busy working they don't have time to go and check on some IP that was blocked who cares about that whereas if we're a, a bit more lenient with adminship and had a lot more admins then mistakes would happen more but there'd be more people available to actually go and check up on those things and unblock IPs if they were wrongly blocked so what do you think of, what do you think of the idea of giving every admin the ability to make and break adminship um, as long as that came with some sort of process of checking what admin actions being done. I mean, in the early days when there weren't that many, everyone was checking the deletion log and everyone kind of knew what had been deleted. I think we need to go back to that more and more, kind of encourage people to actually check what's happening, what other admins are doing. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's the that, that's, that's obviously what we should be doing. And maybe just the our ability to do that is what's you know that's what's caused the RFA to to bloat or to get bigger and bigger because we're trying to we're trying to check things, we're trying to be sure. Uh, maybe there's a there's a kind of it's that basic trust. You can't prove trust, can you? And that's sometimes what I feel RFA is trying to do. You're trying to absolutely require you know prove to me that you're trustworthy, and that's not how trust works. It has to be given at a certain point. And uh, I'd certainly advocate the bar being a lot lower. I think I'd be a great admin. <laughs> but I say this with my tongue in my cheek. Um, WJB. If people are trusted, they might still make mistakes, and I think we need to do something about that. Yeah, well, and that goes towards better community. You know, perhaps we need to look at, you know, some peer support things. You know, admins, once you, once you become an admin, Derover, I'll bring you back in at this point. How do you get better as an admin, you know? Uh, well, you... Oh, we lost you there. You head on the shopping block. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you fine. Sorry, you just missed, just oh. broke up in the middle there. So kick off again if you don't mind. I, boy, you'd never see me closing a uh, deletion debate. I mean, I just never did that. I was going into other areas, things that I thought were undermanned. And, and again, we've got a. Sorry, Derova, we've got a we've got a funny little call thing. I'll just I'll just you were saying that you wouldn't touch the hot potatoes, you wouldn't close a, a difficult deletion debate, um, and then we lost you a bit. So carry on. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think I think the uh, the Skype gods are against us at the moment. What I'll get you to do, Derova, oh, no. is just drop out, and then we'll we'll re-add you and and come back to you. Um, WJB, on a final thought, we'll move towards concluding this sort of discussion. Um, do you think do you think the bar should be significantly lowered? Do you, or, or rather, that's my question to you. And then uh, the sort of the corollary of that is, uh, if you've identified this issue of encouragement, do you have any specific, uh, tangible, you know, proposals that we can we can think about? Or you know, have you got anything that you might offer in that way at the moment? Well, at the moment with the system we have, I, I, I've argued before the main way to affect change is, is a lot more by changing the attitude of the people who are commenting then it really is about cosmetic alterations of the process. And we've seen some quite successful drives in the future where, you know, we really need more admins, where, where you could see quite a shift in attitudes. And I think we need to work towards that. One of the things I've been doing at the moment is, is trying to cut some of the questions, try to remove some of the more examples of people really just asking some quite irrelevant questions because they have a captive audience, you know, good chance to um, vent their pet policy issue that they, they'd like someone's opinion on. And, and 
which makes the whole process very political. Do you agree with me on how this controversial policy should be read? It isn't really the sort of thing that we want for, for assessing whether someone is just generally competent and trustworthy. So, so that's certainly one of the areas I'm tackling because people have said again and again that this overdose of questions is off-putting. Um, and I think just generally encouraging people to look at the fact that we need more admins, that it's possible to learn on the job. Um, now, what, one of the issues, and I think it's what we'll probably be moving on to talk about, is that people say that... In fact, I'll just interrupt you there for a sec, just before we do move on, WJB. Daniel's got a quick question for you. Um, really quickly, um, just Will, um, with the, you know how you said, do you agree, the questions, do you agree with me on this? When you went through your RFA, did you find the questions, would you have closed this RFA, this contentious RFA, as a promote or no consensus? Did you find those questions helpful to the process as an RFA? Uh, we're talking RFB here, when, when I applied for bureaucratship. Yeah, and there was questions like, would you have closed this RFA in this way? I think you got two of them like, from memory. Yeah, Did you I, find mean, I, I've always, I mean, that, that, that's on the other process. The problem with that one is that if you pick a, a very difficult decision that polarises the community, then if you come down very clearly on one side, you're likely to alienate other people. Um, I sometimes think, I could see why people want to see how you would judge a difficult case, but I think sometimes that's also verging into politics. Were, were you in this camp or that camp or on, on that issue? And that diversion into politics brings us to the, the we'll, we'll move just on, you know, we've, we talked about the RFA on Wiki. Uh, one of the one of the most controversial areas of admin rights, if you like, is on IRC, the off Wiki channel. Um, and uh, the, the admins IRC channel, I had it there as a topic and just saying, you know, what's going on there? Um, we'll, we, we can, of course, continue to chat about the how this relates to admanship in general, but um I was interested to, to read. There's been volumes written about the, the the admins IRC channel, and it's it's kind of some people will tell you that it's mundane and that it's dull and it's just you know it's useful for stuff going on. And then there seems to be a, another view that it's politicised, that it's uh, cabalish, and that it's uh, un sort of unmonitored, uncensored. It's un it's it's just not a healthy place. Um, I, I, <laughs> I quite fancied taking a look a couple of weeks ago, so I, I asked if I could have a guest pass. I just wanted to see these levels of, um, you know, exactly what sort of goes on. Uh, and I was told that I couldn't because it was, uh, well, I was told, first of all, why, why would I want to? Because it, would be, it was boring and nothing happened. And then when I said, well, if nothing happens, can't I come in? Um, they said, oh, no, no, well, it's very private and secret or it's, we, we, we need to not let you in. Um, that, that was Kim's asking response. Kim, I'll bring you back in here. What do you, what do you think of the, the IRC channel specifically? I think mostly, I think the IRC channels are a very useful tool uh, for a lot of things, but the, the, uh, an admin's IRC channel is a closed channel. This has advantages and disadvantages. Um, uh, if you contact me after this chat, I'll see if I can give grant you access to the channel. I don't see any particular reason why not, but I have to be very careful saying that. So I'm going to have to ask some people about it, but I don't see, see it would be impossible. Who did you ask? Uh, well, it was, I had a discussion on, on IRC and eventually with FT2 and a, a few other chats. Um, all right. Yeah. I'll, then I'll ask FT2 about it first before. Well, I we've got WJB. You're, you're, that's. Uh, I think it was discussed in the channel, and I guess you were there at the time, um, WJB. Um, what, what were your thoughts on that? I was. One of the interesting issues that I think there is on um, wh whether or not we have non-admins into the channel is it, it's actually been a, a big source of criticism. 
that if you just have a channel for all admins, the membership is clear, there's no sense of favoritism, we like you, we don't like you. Whereas once you start bringing in individual people outside that, um, there's this suggestion of a cliqueishness, you like this person, you don't like that one. And you may have noticed in, in the arbitration cases about IRC, one of the biggest accusations was about the fact that we, we allow non-admins in. On the other hand, if you want to try and show that a forum actually is a positive one, that discussions there are beneficial, the way you want to do that is by bringing more people in. And I, I think that's the deadlock that, that was really being faced in those discussions. Yes, we'd love to have in some of the critics to, to get a feel for it on the one hand, but on the other hand, we're actually fueling that criticism of the admin channel that, that, it, that it's working on some sort of unknown. Oh, WJ, I don't think I don't quite buy that because to, for that to be the case, someone would have to assert that I was on the inside sort of thing. That that that, that my particular case that I somehow was a friend or an ex, you know, or somehow it was improper. Um, I got the sense that I was that it was refused because there was a uh, it was perceived to be sensitive. Well, I, I, I could certainly tell you that, that those were the reasons why I fell down on the, on the side of the un, until we get, as I see it, an agreement on, on how we would process an application from anyone who wasn't an admin. Doing it on a case-by-case -case basis was a bad idea uh, and was, in my mind, playing straight into all the reasons people thought the channel was bad. Yes, you know, part of the issue is that sensitive things get discussed, um, but, you know, you could work around that a bit. You could say, if someone was just around to get a feel for it, you could say, look, what we're going to talk about now really isn't appropriate. We're going to ask you to leave. So I think to some extent you could work around that. It might make things a bit awkward. It could have been tried. To my mind, I think the much bigger issue is just about regulating membership. And we have a very easy way of regulating membership in terms of people pass RFA, they can join the admin channel. And, and the closer you stick to that, and yes, you can make a few exceptions for foundation personnel, stewards, developers who, who you might need the expertise of. But, but I think opening the door to sort of just someone who makes a plausible case is something that we really have to think about very carefully for, for, for what that means. Does that put you like it's interesting to see that, um, you know, Kim mentions that Kim just said there that, you know, there's no reason why. He didn't see a reason why why you wouldn't be able to have a look at some point, and I think that's that's to a degree in tension with the you're saying that we've got to think this through. We can't we can't do this on a case by case, and I, I worry that that creates an inertia. That creates it's it's a problem that the wiki has in other areas too, being that we can't. BJB, can't try can I ask you a question? Uh, Go ahead, I'll Kim. ask you a question. Uh, I'll ask you here. So we've got you, Kim. You're asking what's a, uh, we're asking. Uh, I, I'm asking. I'm asking WJB for his uh, for his uh, IOC identity, but I think I know what it is. And I'm, I'm WJB scribe on IRC, not nothing uh, very sinister. <laughs> no, no, no. You're, so I'm trying to look up. I'm trying to actually look up your uh, access level. Again. Oh, I, I I just have ordinary access to the admin channel. I, I yes, I think I'm I not a great so. I don't think you're actually. You're not actually an authority on this channel, and you have no authority over the channel. You have no authority to speak for the channel. I'd like to make. I'm not clear. speaking for the channel. I was asked. I, I said I Very participated good. in the discussion, and that I um, and as I, I expressed an opinion, I've repeated the opinion. Um, I, I I don't. 
if you want to completely I just, I just want to have make it make I just want to make, have it uh, have it for the record that you're not actually uh, you're not actually speaking for the channel yeah I may I feel a bit culpable there I may have led WJB into that because I was asking what he thinks but that's on the record there now um, in regard yeah. I just say generally with IRC I, I think this back to your approach um, we'll come to you in just a sec Daniel but WJB that the thought that we need to you know we need to solve things globally before we try them. I think that can be quite dangerous in the wiki, and I think that we see it in lots of areas where we try and come up with a complete solution for something. We say, no, we can't possibly try this, um, so, so that'll happen. Or you see what I mean? I, I think there's, I, I can see that, that <laughs> I can see the dangers of just trying things. Don't get me wrong, but I think that it's sort of like if there's a rock and a hard place here, there's, there's trying nothing because we can't solve everything. Um, which equals, you know, global uh, stagnation, I guess. Um, Daniel, I'll throw to you because your, your feelings running high on this, yeah? Yeah, um, just quickly, um, as a matter of clarification on a broader scale rather than just interjections for the record, um, recently, in recent times, there's been a couple of non-administrator additions to Wikipedia and admins by certain operators who feel that they, as operators, make the decisions without consulting the consensus of the channel. In one particular case, the channel was consulted by the operator core, who, and the, the response almost unanimously from the channel was, no, this user should have access because he is an administrator. But the, a couple of operators felt that, A, they didn't want that person in the channel for reasons which I won't name because that goes into like, the whole discussing people and not hear things. But they didn't want this administrator in the channel and they felt that because they were the operators, they, they made the decisions re regardless of what the... Um, channel as a whole for and Sorry, before, before you go into that point, Daniel, just before you go into the point about that being improper and consensus, is, was an administrator refused access to the channel? No, an administrator was originally in the channel and certain things developed and a couple of operators wanted to remove this operator from the channel and in the end, because they were so adamant they wanted to remove this person from the channel, even when consulting like the channel and the channel said, no, no, keep them in. And then, in the end, a meeting was called, and there was basically they got the co those couple of operators who initially said, "No, we're sovereign. We made the decisions." They were eventually struck down. But I just thought I'd put that on the record because you're just getting one side of the story before. Yeah, yeah it just seems like the, the whole place is a bit mucky, and uh, no, I that think was, that was that, that was the lowest moment of the channel since I've been in it. I, I was outraged because they were suggesting that an administrator, because of their opinions on certain matters, should be kicked out. It was just entirely political and ridiculous, really. Well, actually, I'm going to I'm going to go on the record on that as well. This person is actually a security risk to the Wikimedia Foundation. Oh, please! Oh, oh come on, Kim, that's ridiculous, and you'd know that's it. That's ridiculous, and that that's that's absurd. And what was more absurd? I, 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 sorry, sorry. Um, uh, okay, um, I'm not going to say more right now. Well, maybe I should. It's um. Uh, no, I can't say any more without revealing the identity of the person in question, so I'm going to leave it at that for now. I just want to add one more thing. It got even more ridiculous when a couple of operators, after consulting the channel and not getting the answer they wanted, suggested that the channel, the channel as a whole was irrelevant and they made the decision. That's what peed me off even more. And that's why I brought it up in this context, because of what was said before about WJB Scribe shouldn't have any input on the channel, whatever, whatever was said, some words along those lines. Well, it's like, well, well, there's a whole, it sounds just incredibly mucky to me. I'm a, I'm a relative IRC newbie. I don't mean, <laughs> it was all I could do to install Chatzilla and, and get it working. Um, but 
geez, it's all, it's, it's messed up. It's a mucky situation. It seems to be a political place. It seems that the, the way it's operated, the, the, the community that is in the IRC channel is, is a subset of the admin community, right? I mean, it's not the same. They're not the same people. And it just seems to me that it's a very mucky place. And I think, I hope it can but, take up but, that. Well the, well, the main problem is that it's a closed channel, so it's very hard uh, to maintain a transparent uh, means of operating the channel. That's the main problem. I mean, often when you're running an IRC channel, it also has a channel. Uh, it's, it's fairly easy to maintain transparency because everything that goes on is visible to everyone in the entire world. And so in this case, it's a closed channel, and it's very hard to... Uh, uh, balance all of the different uh, all of the different uh, requirements of that. And this is what the actual person who actually uh, uh, requested that the channel be set up. I told this person that at the time that there was this, there would be problems because of the because of the contradictory requirements of the channel. And I told them that there would be situations like this uh, that would occur. And I'm, I'm not entirely pleased with that. And I'm, I wanted to talk with the current channel owner about this, but I haven't been able to contact him yet. So um, I do have some concerns, but I'm also I'm also uh, I do feel responsible for the channel, of course. Just quickly back to the whole political thing. Um, I see no problem with the whole representing political views if there are political views, if you take the whole channel into account. But in this case, certain operators felt the need to take the decision-making out of the channel into themselves, and that was what was inappropriate, especially after they consulted the channel. That was what I thought uh, was totally off Well, yeah, well, yes, well, I told off the person who, who did that. Well, consulted, uh, the, consulted the channel on their opinion. Uh, actually, well, what he did was he, he, he did that in a way that not everybody could be there. So you only got about, ha but that's a long story which I won't get into. We're diving in, in. guys. Now we'll we'll pull back from that in a moment. We can return to yeah. admin IRC channel probably for for hours and hours and hours. Seddon, did you want to? Did you yeah, want to? Yeah, because it's a really lovely, very nice, contentious subject, and it's very hard because yeah. because I mean I mean I mean it's very very easy to do something wrong. That's that's a huge problem. So anything you can do, you easily make people angry. So it's very you have to think very hard, and sometimes things don't go right. As you've now noticed. Indeed. Seddon, did you have a, you're saying you're jumping into the fire. Did you have a comment to make? Yeah, um, I, I think that, I mean, whenever you have um, people that are in a position where, um, for example, you know, we've got the operators on, all, you know, various channels, you know, the, the Wikimedia Foundation has got its board of trustees and, and you have all these different groups. And sometimes these groups are, are there, um, as a okay, yes, they are to, to listen to to what the the consensus is, but sometimes they've got to make decisions based on what they feel is best. Um, and I think that um, you know if these people are supposed to to represent uh, you know the, the the channel, and if it's felt that the the channel um, doesn't agree with these sort of things, that you know we should do something about it. You know, with with the whole board restructuring, there was a petition and something. And there was talk, and um, you know, it needs to make sure that you know, in, in something like the admin IRC channel, where it is a closed um, system, um, that you know that there there is um, good and healthy discussion, and and instead of um, 
biting each other's heads off because there is a lot of drama caused by it. Um, some of it is, is probably, you know, unnecessary and some of it, you know, it might be unavoidable, but we just need to make sure that we're all, um, you know, we're, we're all um, human and we all do make mistakes. Yeah, and of course, a lot of a lot of admins do vote with their feet, which is almost part of the problem. A lot of admins vote with their feet and don't join the channel, um, which which means it's this subset. Now we won't. I think Kim, you're Kim and said, and you're both preaching that, that just the <laughs> the truism that you know mistakes get made. These things are sensitive. It's um, you know, it's something that we can we need to make sure that we've a got oversight. B, that we can talk about it openly and see that if positive change is necessary or if, if we can, you know, if we can have ideas that represent positive change, that, that it can happen. You know, that's that's my take on it. So we've got to, you know, got to be prepared to talk about it. Anyway, I want to thank all of you chats for coming. We've covered our we, we're out of time now. So I'm going to go through you guys one by one and get a little final thought if you've got one. Um, but, yeah, thanks heaps for coming. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, and we'll be back in not a week. <laughs> Adrian, any final thoughts for the record? I don't think you've spoken yet, Adrian. Dor- uh, user Dorf Truffle. <clears throat> yeah, no, I have said no- uh, nothing. It's not a problem. Goodbye. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed you it. I did. I did. I did. I did, actually. Goodbye. And Angela, thanks heaps for coming. Can we persuade you to come along at, at a future time if it's convenient? Yeah, sure. And my final thought is just to assume good faith when you're blocking IPs. Because <laughs> they might be Angela. Dot dot dot. Uh, Daniel, how, how's Adelaide treating you? Any final thoughts? Daniel's got his mute button on and hasn't quite found it. Derover, we'll see if we can get a, a, a final uh, tata from you. Uh, how's your voice going there, Derover? Well, ho- good. I hope. Um, private musings. If you'd like to try for admanship, I'd like to be your coach. Yeah, <laughs> I'll need all the coaching I can get. Won't be this month, but I think we can get there. Well, if you can't get me to admin in two weeks, I don't want to know. You know, I, I want the, the fast stream. <laughs> so get in touch if anyone's got... Oh, thank I should be talking to WJB about that. I think he's got the, the, the keys, can't he? Daniel, you were on mute. Uh, back to you for a sec. Hey, thanks, Private. Um, good talking. Um, just join up the Comedia Australia chapter. That's my final word. Yeah, join up. It's going to be 40 bucks or 20 bucks if you're concession. Okay, and, just, and just really quickly, uh, board election candidacies have opened. So if you if you're in the mood to nominate yourself, it's just open, and anyone ah. think it's open. Maybe I should bypass admin and go straight for the board. There you go, the launch of my campaign. Phil, you've been an avid listener. Any final thoughts from you? Uh, I thought this was going to be really boring, but actually was very interesting. I love it. This is going to be great to edit this down. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, Kim. Any thoughts from you? Oh, the 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 uh, ad, ad, an admin's channel debate was really exciting, it was, but it's, it's very tricky. I hope I did we we did right there. Uh, yeah, and if you if uh, and I'll uh, I'll double the offer of Duropa. I mean, Duropa says nothing this month. Well, maybe if two people had coach you, maybe you can get there faster. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll take I'll, I'll come and talk to you. Fantastic, Seden. Uh, it's very late for you. Thanks for staying up. Um, any final thoughts? Join the mediation cabal. <laughs> this has turned into an advertising space, hasn't it? Where everyone's doing that. So, so far, you've got to join the mediation cabal, join the Australian chapter. Uh, I can't remember the other ones that were spruiking. And WJB, as last alphabetically, will give you the final word of, of, of this, not the Wikipedia Weekly. Thanks heaps for coming. Hope we'll persuade you back. WJB to close us out. Sure. Just to link two things we were talking about, and I'll quickly talk, I'll mention I asked you again. Sorry, Kim. I'll ask your permission next time. 
Um, but, but just to say, one of the good things about RC, it's a very good mechanism for people to admit they've made a mistake, to go quickly, guys, in an informal setting, check up on me, did I make a mess of this? And that's a way that I think people learn when being admins and that those kinds of backup networks are important to people being good admins. So if I could have access to the channel in order to, to learn something, that would be probably a good thing. Um, I, I shall talk to you about that, that privately afterwards. That we're going to say goodbye for now. That, this is the end of the recording. See you next time, guys.